Are we having fun yet? <laughs> right? From those commercials? Beer commercials. Right? I'm Alexander Chester, and what am I on right now? Just mushrooms. And I'm off Sedensky, and I wouldn't trust the Chester I do to mop a toilet. <laughs> Are you on mushrooms? It took you a long time to chime in with your line there. I am not currently on mushrooms. Mm. Nor okay. have I ever been, really. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, anyways, welcome back to Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good, formerly a Kirby Enthusiasm podcast and presently a Party Down podcast. We are here today to discuss the season one finale, episode 10, the Stenheiser Pong wedding reception, which originally aired on May 22nd, 2009. And this is a wedding today, Av, so I don't want anything too depressing. No Holocaust shit. <laughs> you definitely don't want any Holocaust shit. Yeah. Um, you know, from one finale to another, um, it was just uh, earlier this year, we were doing a curb season finale involving uh, all sorts of Holocaust material. And mm-hmm. we've, uh, we've gone back to the well or to the showers, as they say, once again, and uh, we'll be closing things out with some Holocaust shit. Um, yeah. Certainly not going to complain. Yeah. Now, before we uh, got on and or before we clicked record, we were having a long chat about uh, sort of the future of this podcast. And I said, uh, let's, let's bring it on the air. <laughs> So yeah, let, that's let, what I said. Yeah, let's house. Like, why are you wasting my time? Just let's let's ha- start the podcast. Let's housekeep in front of the guests. Housekeep in front of the guests. Yeah, yeah. we can always edit this out if we end up saying something we truly regret. Um, yeah, so we were talking. You know, we, okay. kind of, we went back. I, I, th- I think. I think we should do an all Hitler podcast. An all, all Hitler podcast. <laughs> yeah. What does that entail? I have no should idea. You, but you said talking about. Should we just read? Let's say something. Should not, we just let's read not uh, really Hitler's regret. Wikipedia page? <laughs> I'm I'm guessing right. that's a long Wikipedia page. I'm guessing reading that thing would take like several hours. Yeah. Uh turns out he was an Austrian born German politician right. who We're was not the dictator of Germany, don't you say? Yeah. From nineteen thirty three until his death. And I think oh that's a good thing he died. Um, yeah. okay. Well, I guess that sounds like that problem was solved. So Yeah. Is is that a heavily edited um, anyway. page? I'm guessing um, it is. how do you tell that? Uh, actually probably uh, um, Nazism is probably a heavier editor page than Hitler. Although, I don't know. I'm guessing. Um, yeah, I don't know how you tell that. Well, for one thing, it might be locked for like regular people to edit. Oh, that's censorship. That's free see. speech. Okay, now we're, both, it. now we're both on Section 30 something. I don't know. Uh, five minutes ago, we had not started this podcast yet. <laughs> Somebody said within five minutes, they will both be on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> how? How would they have gotten there? Don't worry. They'll get there. Like what is happening? Um, I think I think you I think you know this story, but I will bring it up again in case you don't. Uh, we have a mutual friend who once dated a person from Europe, who one time after they'd been dating for a while said to him like, uh, and this person was not was not Jewish, and said to him something like, um, you know, it's interesting that like whenever we hang out with like all you know like your Jewish friends, like we always talk about Hitler, and he's like, what are you talking about? No, we don't. And he's like, yeah, because like I'm like 30 and like I've had like four conversations about Hitler in my entire life. And then I've had like 30 since I started dating you. Yeah. So Hitler's living rent free in our heads, you're saying? Uh, See, it's very much so. Um, He's taking up a lot of the air in the room on this podcast right now. Um, Yeah. yeah, Move on from Hitler. the, The answer is this article is extended protected. 
What does that mean? Um, known as it's 3500 protection. It only allows editors. It's only allows edits by editors with the extended confirmed user access level granted automatically to registered oh. users with at least 30 you know days tenure and at least 500 edits. You know what? I think I might be yeah, one I, of those. I know. I bet we, I bet you I bet you know what you need to be to be one of those people who okay. has editing privilege. A Jew. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say I That's have not edited they're not, Wikipedia. They're not letting us write the truth on yeah, this page. I, <laughs> I have not edited Wikipedia in years, but I know I used to do it. <laughs> Why I, I, would you ever edit Wikipedia? I mean I've done it to be fair, I've done it like five times as a joke. No, I did it because I'd be reading some guy, some football player's Wikipedia page, it would have incorrect <laughs> of information. You did. Uh-huh. 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 No, I, I only... One second, one second. This is not what it says on my charts. No, no, I know, but not not my opinions. It was only be to correct factual things. Like, <laughs> right. because, like, he led the league in rebounding twice. And I'm like, he led the league in rebounding four times. Like, this isn't like an opinion. <laughs> like, no, but then you realize that he, he only read the, he led the league in Chester, Chester rebounding. Runs, yes. <laughs> yeah. Chester watches all the games and determines which, who should have gotten <laughs> yeah, the rebounds. Yes, exactly. He, that was an easy rebound. Yeah. They do, do they have that, though? Like, what's an easy rebound versus a hard rebound? Because that, that's. No, they, matter, do. Right? no they do. They do. They do. do. Yes. Um, all right. How do I see? Right, there you go. How do I see my edit history? My co- oh contributions. Let's see. When's okay? When is the I'm last date? contributions heavily in quotes there? When is the last date that I made a Wikipedia contribution? <laughs> do you want to guess? I don't know, but I'm sure whatever it was it was extremely pedantic. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness, where you like? There's extremely pedantic, and then there's what I'm about to tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on May 23rd, 2018. And this is a thing that nobody who was not a blue book, um, like 1L in law school editing a journal article will even know what even the knows what it means. About. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I will, on, ba- I will ba- barely understand. Yes. On the Warren Christopher Wikipedia page, under the discussion of the Oslo Accords, I uh-huh. seem to have edited. <laughs> yeah. You, you've in, already lost our entire audience. From an M dash to an N dash. <laughs> I don't even know anything you just said. M dash and N dash. Remember, like the the size of the dashes. Uh, I don't. Is that one dash versus two dashes? No, no that's it's... a hyphen versus a dash. Right, you show. know what? You know what? I think. Um, I love that. I love that when you do the double dash and it turns into one. Yeah, on it word. turns into the long it's, one, which is the M. Yeah, dash. it's yeah. it's uh, that's yeah, like it was like a fun moment. You're okay, like, no, oh, no, no, never mind. Words. No, it wasn't. It was. No, I, they had the date wrong of a peace treaty. Okay, that's not so bad. Um, okay, but hold <laughs> it's on. Less bad. In July, okay, that <laughs> was still quite bad. So that the previous to that was in one in 2013. <laughs> then we go back in 2011, 10, 9 is when I was heavy. You know, 2011, I edited the fictional game results of Friday Night Lights season one. So they had the wrong score. <laughs> that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Like you put like who the right stats. Yeah. Just those final scores. I think just the score. Yeah. No, how you know the stats, right? Uh, sh- sh- okay, Schindler's <laughs> List. I've added to that page, obviously. Of course. In, on August 18, 2008. What about? <laughs> I have no effing clue. But, um, oh, 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 here's my very first edit March 27, 2007. Marge Shots, Wikipedia page. The former, uh-huh, of course, uh, something to do with Hitler, owner of the be. Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> and, uh, and quite the neo Nazi. Okay. <laughs> Um, so basically, all of your edits involve the Holocaust, yeah, so yeah. or um, or grammar. Okay. Uh, then the next month, I edited um, the episode of Seinfeld called "The Soup Nazi." So yes, they all involve. Oh, yes, yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. You're obsessed with hunting down Nazis on Wikipedia. <laughs> you're like uh you're like a twenty twenty first century version. Simon of, Wiesenthal. Uh, yeah. Simon Wiesenthal. Wiesenthal. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you're a Nazi hunter. Oh, boy. On April 16, 2007, I edited the following five subsections of Elaine Bennis's uh, Wikipedia page. Okay. <laughs> Nicknames, physicality, pet peeves, insecurities, and men entranced by Elaine, which is apparently a subsection on her Wikipedia page. Was I adding people to it? Was I taking people off of it? I don't know. Um, the men entranced by Elaine section of a Wikipedia page is no longer there, by the way, 14 years later. So. All right. We should probably talk about the show that we're here to talk about, ostensibly. Yeah. Although we said we were going to talk about the future of the podcast, and then we ended up uh, talking about Hitler for like <laughs> 25 minutes, I think. Uh, I say um, well, it's that. So we'll, 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 put, we'll, uh, we'll kick that can down the road. We'll punt on that. Yeah. Okay. So, we're, so yeah. we just dropped, hey, we're going to talk about the future of the podcast, <laughs> and then no, we're not. <laughs> Maybe at some point later. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's talk about Wikipedia and Adolf Hitler. Um, All right. Yeah. Okay. So I guess you know what we meant, in generally speaking, is you know we were on this uh, one, uh, one, uh, two, one, two. Sorry, two episode a week uh, schedule. Uh, this week we reverted back. The Blitzkrieg uh, speed. I think it's usually yes. Called. Episode uh, yes. episode ten. Yes. Uh, we came to a halt, and uh, we now we got one episode. We are going to go back onto uh, a two a week mm. schedule, meaning that we'll uh, spend the next five weeks after this week watching season two of Party Down. And then uh, to be continued, we'll guess we'll uh, talk about it. And, you know, in the meantime, we're uh, happy to hear from you. If any of you out there have any ideas, um, you know, we've talked about various random things over the years, but I think probably the most likely thing that'll work is just the show that we're both really into that uh, would be fun to podcast about. And if you have any suggestions, um, you know, send them our way. We're happy to hear them. Whether, you know, you've been with us from the beginning, you jumped aboard for the rehearsal for Party Down. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, what would you love to hear from us? So yes. uh, send those our, those our way and uh, we'll uh, put them in a drawer and then uh, we'll talk about it down the road. Now, I, I will say that you you said confidently that we're going back to a two weeks, two episodes per week schedule uh, after this week. And I think that there's an obvious historical parallel that all of our listeners are thinking of. And so I'm obliged to bring it up, which is, of course, Adolf Hitler, <laughs> who uh, was on a, a two episode per week uh, pace as he blitzkrieged his way across uh, Western Europe very, very easily, Central and Western Europe. Uh-huh. And then, as, and then, of course, as he turned to the Eastern Front, he was slowed down by the Soviet Union, which is, of course, here the season one finale. And his plan was to go back to that Blitzkrieg pace. But after the winter of 42, 43, he never managed to do so. So this episode might bog us down. We might be stuck in one episode a week uh, land after this. So let's uh, let's, right. let's we'll see. Well, that was a, that was an excellent Varatory you just shared. Yeah, there. I really a, enjoyed a perfect. That. Analogy. Really Look, everybody was thinking of that analogy. So I just had to. Spell I it. mean, I was about to say that yes, anyway. Same, um, of course, but yeah. So it's like, whatever. It was <laughs> nice for me to like, just like take a take a few breaths. Yeah. While you, uh, <laughs> over for a if, if I was asking you to set it over under on the number of times Hitler's mentioned over the rest of this podcast, <laughs> it's in double digits yeah. for sure, right? Can we get um? I, can't, I, can't, I forget his name. The guy who on uh, Robin Akiva Seinfeld podcast when he would like get like the transcript and get the numbers. Like I yeah. want to get the, uh, the Hitler accounts <laughs> on this episode. Uh, it is a finale after all. It's a season yes, finale. Of I course. Mean, what else are you going to talk about yes. on a Party Down podcast? I mean, yeah. they do have like that that little uh, the bow tie. It's not really Hitler esque, but you know that bow tie could be a mustache just as easily. And uh, now we got a stew cooking. So mm. um, I guess let's do it. Let's jump into the episode. Season one, episode 10. Uh, what's this? The Stenheiser Pong wedding reception, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. 
Um, so yeah, we uh, start out at the beginning with uh, Henry and Casey, and uh, things are uh, heating up. They're hot and heavy, I would say, at this point, right? Mm-hmm. They're uh, yes. openly making out at work. I mean, who knows who's hot and who's heavy, but yeah. Who does know? Yeah. Um, and um, Henry is, like, getting really emotional, and, like, he's pouring out his heart about, you know, how much, uh, you know, work is going really great, and, like, he feels so happy with Casey, and she's like, sorry, phone call, and, like, uh, just completely checks out. Um, so Henry has no choice. Like he heads on in, you know, team meeting is starting and he has to cover for Casey. He makes up an excuse for her and turns out that this is a gay wedding that we're at. And Roman is not so into that. Um, Bobby thinks there's nothing gay about a gay wedding. Um, Roman keeps calling everything gay, I suppose, which is, you know, not super cool. Now, I don't really remember, but is Roman like gay? And is this like a storyline? Because... There was he, he was like very defensive when he was sort of called gay earlier by Kyle, although it was done in sort of a very sort of gay slur way that wouldn't really happen in 2022. Then he was like watching a guy masturbate for a while. Yeah. Uh, now he's like awkward around. The, is this like a like a denial thing that we see um, develop in a different way in season two? Or am I just misremembering or making something up? I, I don't have any recollection of that. Um, it could be that I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, I think I would remember that, but maybe not. I yeah. really don't remember season two of the show at all. I really don't. Um, I mean, you I know, you know, you know who was rumored to be gay and uh, reacted by lashing out and, and being very cruel to many people, including gays. Who's that? Um, I don't remember. Lots of people have done that. Yeah. I'm sure there was some dictator. Uh, um, I forget his name. Anyway, trying to keep that uh, number. Down. Oh, is that true? You've never heard that Hitler was gay? No, I, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I knew that. <laughs> is that like a considered like a known fact or it's like a conspiracy theory? Hitler was gay. Hitler had one ball. Hitler was himself partly Jewish. These are all like, uh, I mean, the, the, the oh, Jewish... but is that one true? Is that Hitler was secretly gay? I think it's. Is it's... there any? Is there evidence for it? Well, I, I I would assume that it's merely a, a theory or speculation, and there's no. I mean, what's the evidence one way or the other? Unless Hitler told somebody, oh yeah, by the way, I'm a homosexual, but don't tell anyone. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, things could come out. Yeah. Um... Um... I think like the, like the Abraham Lincoln gay one basically is because he slept with Josiah Weed or whoever that guy was, his friend in like the 40s when they were young traveling lawyers in the same beds. But and like he wrote him love letters. But like apparently that was like the style of the time in, in both respects. Yeah, so, whatever. Who knows? Honestly, right. who okay, so now, of course, we're on the sexuality of Adolf Hitler Wikipedia page. <laughs> yes. OK, <laughs> the sexuality of Adolf Hitler dictator. See, I thought I was just making a joke by not saying his name. I didn't realize he All right. Uh, has long been a matter of historical and scholarly debate as well as speculation and rumor. There's evidence that he had relationships with a number of women during his lifetime as well as evidence of his antipathy to homosexuality and no evidence of homosexual encounters. His name has been linked to a number of possible female lovers who have committed suicide. At the blah, 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 blah. Uh, Honestly, like what, from what I know about Hitler, he seems like the type of guy who's probably down to fuck with anybody, right? Like he wasn't like discriminatory. Like he like, yeah, thought everyone not, yes. was like good like he's like you know anyone like oh you want to fuck you want to fuck like i'll fuck you both equally Mm. like no reason to like make distinctions between different types of people yeah no he was a lover he was just a lover yeah yeah Yeah. just a lover of all people yeah it says the variety of claims were made uh in in research following his death about his orientation he was gay bisexual or asexual uh conclusive evidence is lacking but most historians believe he was heterosexual so yeah um i mean when you're thinking about um future ideas of the podcast if you'd like us to do like a you know 22 episode deep dive into hitler um something to consider then they're like wait 22 more episodes like that because we already have 111 yeah. the reviews the reviews would be like this is definitely the funniest hitler podcast i've ever listened to yes the most poorly researched as well actually you know what there's probably many that are uh, much yeah much I, mean, less be better, much better. I mean we have you you're gonna be much better researched than most podcasts just there even the serious ones and there's gonna be a ton of you know, saying, i think most bad. podcasts bring up hitler are probably uh, uh 
or there's probably some that are fans and their their historical accuracy is yeah, yeah yeah no those are probably not great podcasts you know many fine podcasts on both sides oh yeah so, yes. but ben shapiro says he he encourages debate at his website uh that uh, the daily caller is wonderful because there's so much debate uh and whether the, the jews uh, deserve to die or not for example that's a good topic for debate all right um speaking speaking about uh awkward humiliations so ron last week of course had that reunion <laughs> Did not yeah. go well. Um, it yeah. was the the Holocaust of twentieth reunions. But um, I really like here in this episode because I've been complaining about the sort of how they explicitly reference a previous party, which they don't usually yeah. do. Although it, it's only because the the specifics of the party were so specific to sort of the emotional life of one of our main six. But still, like they they talk about like the actual events of the party, not just, you know, well, what's going on in these guys lives. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely like it. The show more when there does feel like there's some connective tissue. Like, I don't need that with Kerr because like it's so um, like wacky and like it's but okay also for, like, we have so much. We... I feel like already just because we know all the characters right. so well. You, right. Like we know them for 20 years. So it's like it's very different yeah. and even longer um, for celebrities and, and, you know, things like that. Right. Right. It brings a lot of that stuff in. Um, so, I mean, it's like these are good because it's like you you can really watch any episode like and it's self-contained enough and like you'll be fine. Uh, but it does add a little bit to have a little bit of continuity. And it's uh, it's good to see. I like it. Uh, you know, Ron continues to develop as a character, not just like episode to episode, but like also like between the episodes linearly. Yes, exactly. We're getting inside that real world. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and, you know, just as we're getting ready to start this party, um, the bad guys come in. Um, there's this, uh, you know, hot, blonde-haired, led, fall hollow catering team. Um, oh, the uh, Kristen Bell led. Yeah, a lady. Yeah, yeah. she's... Yeah. Um, Uda, Kristen Bell, of course. Yeah. Um, but she, she was already uh, very famous by 2009, right? Uh, 2009. Yeah, that's after. Oh, that's like right. Or, no, that's before Frozen came out. Uh, so I didn't even know. She, I didn't even know she was in Frozen, but she was in Frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was big. I mean, I think Frozen was very big for her. She was like all over. Um, and then the Good Place was, uh, I guess, not necessarily big, but wide as it as it is. So these forgetting days. Sarah Marshall's 2008. I think that's her. Like where she really um explodes, right? Yeah, I think um, I'm looking at the stuff she did before that was oh Veronica Mars. She was on Veronica Mars forever. That's not on her film. Right, right, right. Oh, okay, so that's, a, that's not a TV show. Oh, that's a TV show. Got yeah, it. she was also on Heroes. I don't like how they have movies and TV in separate. Like, make the whole thing sequentially, chronological. Give me her career. You know. Yeah. What was yeah. your thoughts on The Good Place? Um, I quit it after one or two seasons. I forget. Although I did the same mm-hmm. for Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, I thought the first season was really bad. Although I think a lot of people said that. It and was. Then up, and then I ended up No, everyone. Back. Most, many people. Agreed. And then I ended up coming back. And then obviously. you liked it. Oh, but yeah. you didn't love Parks and Rec. No, I, I mean, I only didn't love it compared to like 30 Rock. Like right. I, okay. So you, I, so you really to the average it. person, I like like Parks and Rec. But compared to like Parks and Rec stands, you know, I'm like, well, I right. actually think 30 Rock's better, which I think is not like right. the... The, the 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 most common opinion among the circle of people who really like those shows. Yeah, um, I like them both very very much. Um, yes. I think that Parks and Rec is probably more timeless than Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock, I feel, would not be as fun to watch. Today. I did a rewatch of Thirty Rock actually on on yeah. Netflix a few years ago, and I mean because there's so many jokes in an episode, they just keep yeah. like like they. Feel I feel so like it would feel exhausting. Well. But I, it's entertaining. And also, even if some of them are dated or, or, or like cultural references, of which there are many, 
first of all, it's sort of fun because the flashback, but also there's so many that that it's not like you know the episode falls flat. All right, should we do a Thirty Rock podcast? Mm-hmm. What did seven seven hundred episodes? Also, see, I just I you know this is ultimately why I think I signed for the curb. I love like my favorite shows. Like I love a show. I love the 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 no lessons, no hugs, right? And yeah, Parks and Rec right. becomes too lovey dovey. I feel like, and Thirty Rock is most definitely not that at all. Thirty Rock is much right. more should of a Seinfeld do, vibe. Should we do a Seinfeld podcast? Ooh, that's a good idea. Can't believe it. has never been done, done before. That? Would be I don't the first Seinfeld done. podcast in twenty. Definitely the first. Wow, there's definitely not twenty. Wait, including. Dude, let's edit this yeah. out though, so no one hears it until we actually come out with it. Because if we're not gonna do it for a few weeks, and someone might steal the idea, you know, we don't want to be the second Seinfeld podcast. That'd be weird. <laughs> right okay let's put it on yeah. the shelf all right okay so we'll edit this and we make a note edit this out uh, i will say <laughs> yeah we all look like, Baldo we all... is immediately excellent like as this hard ass yeah yeah she's very fun and she i just her like her entire vibe is great like i love how she's the only person other than ron who takes super crackers seriously like she's immediately like oh you can, you can handle the super crackers you know like she knows what it is she's she is basically like ron but like the, the flip side of that coin yeah, no, she's like effective at her job, although she's probably ho- horrible to work for. But like, she gets the job done. Yeah, and she uh, she has a soft spot for Henry, much like Rob. As well, yeah, and know. basically, uh, what the what the deal is, uh, we're running the show. You guys staying back, you know, we'll we'll tell you you'll you're on a need to know basis. We'll let you know what you're what you're yeah. useful for, and uh, you know, we're catering this party. Think how many people the total staffing was for your wedding. It was much bigger than six people, right? Or twelve people, if you're including every yeah. But waiter. I had like five hundred people at my wedding. This is probably a much smaller wedding. Okay, but okay. So my okay, but my wedding, I had less than half. We have very we big had. weddings. Sure. Yeah. Yes, okay, but still, but, even your wedding was probably very large, though. Well, in my wedding was like two hundred and twenty people. That's like larger than many weddings I understand, but like not larger than like a fancy like Hollywood. Even if they have fewer guests here, the total cost of this is way more than mine, right? Right. And, and yet yeah, they, you would think they would have a bigger weight staff. Yeah. And, and they I, wouldn't I have somebody a, coming in last it's minute. Sh- it's a TV show and we don't want, you know, like 20 extras who never talk. And so I, I get. Of course. Like, of course. Yeah, but, but there's six and now there's like another eight. Although and most of these guys are interchangeable, the blonde guys. So they should have just had like 50 of them, I feel. Like. But then it'd be like, why did you need to hire these extra six? Which is a valid question. <laughs> well, <laughs> why could Valhalla not just find six more employees if they had to bring in these losers? But yeah. What, what kind of operation are you running here? Yeah. Because th- there's no way that like the wedding planner or the couple says, in addition to our wait staff, we want a separate independent back. Right. They so say, why? Yeah. So that people. begs the question. Yeah. Why? Why was Ron under the impression that they were doing the party? Like who called him? Well, well I'm saying why did Valhalla, Valhalla agree to this at all? Him. When Valhalla was told we're bringing in backups, they should have said, no, we'll do it ourselves. I'll, you know, they'll, I'll have maybe they maybe they hired party down originally. And like as they were going through the process with them, they realized like these they guys suck. are not up to the task. But like we don't want to fire them, but we're gonna we're gonna bring in somebody else, and like they'll work. You know, it's a sunk cost, so we'll just stick them around to do something. Right, we'll have them come, and we'll basically tell them like you guys are just gonna be like you maybe know, okay. the waiters. You know, yeah. you you tell you, know, you listen to these guys; they're in charge. Yeah. Um, because, Although again, you know, I think, I think for a wedding you, like so. this would have a wedding planner, and the wedding planner would know enough to not hire these guys in the first place. Right. Well, maybe the wedding planner screwed up. Yeah. She's not going to hire them again because they were, you know, Ron was a disaster. He was drunk. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. You know what? You're right. The couple doesn't even know about this. The wedding planner somehow fucked up or something. And, 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 and you know, the, the money's coming out of her pocket if they, if they just leave. So she's yeah. like, all right. Well, just... they'll know about it when, when Ron turns into Bluto. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But especially when because Ta- when George Takai gets yes. selfish poisoning, they'll know. <laughs> Inevitably, I mean, yeah, things, party things, down is going to fuck things, things up. Things do not go perfectly, I think, is a fair way to no. describe this wedding. No. 
No, yeah, um, this party planner is not going to get a lot of business in that neighborhood. Yeah, but but like Uda, like because she knows party down so well, and she knows Ron, and she knows all these people, it's even more confusing why uh, you know the, the dual roles. But uh, you'd almost think like she Uda would have said, "Okay, whatever you're paying them, take that out of mind. Just like get them out of here because they're going to ruin the party." Or maybe she's she's confident enough in her own abilities to uh, prevent them from doing so. But anyway, <clears throat> I think that's enough analysis of the business yeah. plans behind this wedding. Um. So yeah, they go. Um, they go off to do their makeup and make themselves pretty. Um, they uh, the party down team is like making fun of them. Um, I think Kyle says that Uda really needs to get laid. And then when Henry goes to talk to Uda, uh, she wants to know where Ron is, and uh, you know, he gets really aggressive and says, "By the way, tell that blonde guy I got laid three weeks ago." So I'm good. <laughs> she seems good. She seems good for sure. Yeah. Um. So Henry basically feels like he has to take over for Ron's job and like he like, you know, grabs the schedule. He figures out everything that has to happen and he starts running things. And uh, meanwhile, Roman and Kyle um, are trying to figure out how they can find a way into the party because there's, you know, there's going to be a bunch of celebrities there that they want to meet. Yeah. And as they're, they're working with Bobby, they realize that like she's for sure super high. Um, and we find out that she uh, took an edible uh, an arrangement and converted it into a swastika, which she mm. referred to as that Nazi thing. Uh, <laughs> turns out she's on mushrooms as well. Yes. You know, probably yeah. should have done more mushrooms and less genociding. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. think anybody's once, ever committed like, genocide. Actually, I probably shouldn't say that. I feel like uh, uh, Kim might have done so. Yeah. Well, you know, the, U, the, UN, uh, the UN Charter distinguishes between genocide and acts of genocide, so that's a very important distinction. Yes, yes. Genocide on shrooms, you know, I think, it's a different category. Yeah, you definitely want to be uh, technical about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, you definitely want to err on the side of not calling something a genocide, because, like, then, you know, they, you can't just, like, hey, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's tough. You know, never, never again, never again. I don't even know what we're talking that, about anymore. Yeah, who knows? Never again. That's a good um, hashtag. Never it's a good hashtag, right? Yeah. No, it's a good thing. A very yeah. good slogan. Yeah. But as a hashtag. So it was in, in real life, it's always happening somewhere and nobody cares. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. What we, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, okay. Happier subjects. So, yeah. So, um, Casey, um, raised, start, she starts to be, you know, for the first of several times that she'll try to bring up this uh, stand up offer that she has, which we'll learn later is to go on a cruise for six months. Yeah. Uh, so obviously she's, you know, very excited about this, but also um, very nervous because, you know, she's just started up this thing with Henry. But, but also um, like in the so stand up world, just like for those who don't know, like the like the, the cruise is considered like the lowest of the low, even though for somebody like Casey, who's not like she doesn't have consistent gigs or anything like that, that we've seen for her, yeah, it's a great. paying gig for six months. It's amazing. Like, okay, so maybe like Mark Marin would call it hacky or whatever, but like she's not in a position to do so. I think. Oh, of course, no. Everybody has to start out somewhere. And have but she seems kind of torn somewhere. by it a little. I mean, or maybe that was my projection based on like you know listening to too many comedy podcasts. But like, it, it seems like she was torn for many reasons, including Henry. But also, she's like, is this the best thing for my career? Right. I guess like she'd definitely rather be yeah writing for a TV I think show. Re- or yeah. a TV Medians show. don't like it because first of all, you have to see the people that you perform for, you know, every morning at breakfast the next morning. And also the idea right. that like these aren't people who are there for comedy. These are people on a cruise who are just like, all right, they stop right. in one night for the comedy show. It's like not a good comedy audience. Yeah, no, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's probably not the best job, but like, you know, no one starts out on top. If we can make this even more about me, me, me. So like sure. a, 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 on a lot of podcasts, podcast. like one of like the classic things comedians will complain about is like 
like you know good crowd bad crowd like the worst crowd they talked about was like a bridge and tunnel crowd like a bunch of like middle-aged you know couples coming in for their date night in the city from new jersey or whatever and when i listened to that i mean back like in the past i was like yeah i agree those are probably terrible and now i'm very offended so i'm like wait a second but that's probably what i am but i think like i'm a comedy nerd and i like i know all these things and i listen like i don't i don't think right. that's like you're thinking of somebody so i'm uh, i'm very offended uh don't group us all in together you know who group people all together to a disaster <laughs> no he grouped people apart yeah yeah, but yes, but everybody of a group, he decided was the same. He judged people based fine. on their group identities. That's true. He yeah. certainly did. So certainly listen, did. comedians who are bashing the bridge and tunnel middle-aged crowd, don't do that. Yeah. Yes. We're not all like, make the other ones where, yeah, I think uh, like the bridge and tunnel middle-aged people who aren't comedy like experts should have to wear like some kind of label on their clothing to identify them as such. So that like the stand-up knows before they go on stage. Yeah. Mm. Maybe like a um, star shape. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so um, where are we? So Roman gets put in charge of uh, standing by the bathroom sign to uh, yeah, this, I guess this, make sure that people. It's very funny, the but side. makes no fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> well, of course, as will be demonstrated, this is, very, like, this is not a job. Like, they don't even have again. Like they're so short staffed. Why this sign and not all the other signs? Like if they, they don't have <laughs> enough people to waste one guy on being a pointer <laughs> of a sign that points. Yeah. yeah. Um, he can't believe that he has to do this, given that he's gone to college. And uh, Uda says she didn't, but she gets the irony anyway. Yes. Um, yeah. So we have uh, Barbie, Bobby uh, in, in front of uh, all, you know, all the people at the wedding. Uh, she gets into the whole thing with some people, you know, questioning them about like how, you know, if a guy is gay because yeah. there's a guy that she's currently fucking and he doesn't seem that into it. So she's wondering maybe he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it could be. But her performance is just amazing. Like, yeah, she, she's, she's uh, Jennifer Coolidge. She's really out of the park. Yeah. It, we, I wonder if there was ever a scenario where her and, um, What's her name? We're going to be on at the same time, or that just would have been too much to have like two people that like with that much energy. Yeah, so that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, Constance. But, yeah, but but I I mean obviously she's brought in as a replacement when Jane Lynch has to go. Right. So, but yeah. the question is, yeah, so, so it's probably Jennifer never Coolidge, in the cards, like right. a backup option, or is Jennifer Coolidge something they were always planning on introducing later, and then the way they just right, they right. Them. I'm guessing probably she was a replacement, not someone they were going to bring anyway. But yeah. I guess who knows? I mean, I guess there's probably an answer to that somewhere. But I, I mean, Jennifer know. Coolidge very, you know, uh, sort of triumphantly won the um, won the the Emmy for her performance. Um, it was this was it this year's Emmys or last year's Emmys? When, I never know what year the Emmys yeah, pertain yeah. to because it's always over that. But, but yeah, like for recent. what? For White Just Lotus, like her, right? Yeah, she won for White Lotus. Anyways, but like that was yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. What, I don't know how the years work. But anyways, the point is, I feel like she should have won one for this show because I think she's better here than White Lotus. Yeah, I mean she's great in White yeah. Lotus, but I feel like here she's also like doing she's more. funnier. Yeah, but also I don't know. I feel she like, was more interesting in the White Lotus. I feel like all the podcasts I've listened to of her, um, like as an actress, not as a character. She seems to almost be the person that she's playing in White Lotus, like or, or much more close, much closer uh-huh. to that person. Here is she seems totally seems to be acting to me. Interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I don't. I don't think okay. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen her in in those types of capacities. I yeah. could say. And, um, and maybe she's uh, she's always. Yeah, I mean, those. That's also like a more realistic. Like this is like a very. This is a much more like over the top. Like in your face character, that's yeah, probably yeah. more less likely to be her real life personality. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. 
Um, so like I don't think Jane Lynch is yeah. probably really like Constance. And so just it's like, very yeah. So she gets escorted back talking about all of her, her uh, crazy stories in Hollywood. But yeah, but yeah. But so she gets escorted back to the barn, but like not off the premises, which is a little bit surprising. Yeah, I would have thought they would have gotten right. You're out. Uh, you're going to ruin the party. Yeah, like uh, a celebrity event. I feel like yeah, security alone they would have had more employees than the. Uh, although the the blonde guys from Valhalla also act as the security guys. Apparently, have you noticed that? Yeah. Um. No, I did not notice that. But yeah, the other guys who come and pick her up and take her away there are Uda's uh, okay. Uda's henchmen. She has Uda's henchmen or yeah. gang. I don't know how um, else to call them. Yeah, so we have uh, Henry now is like kind of really like running the show, and he's like he asks Casey, "Have you finished doing like your last shift yet?" Yeah. And he's like, "She's like, no, not yet, boss." And she's kind of like, "Whoa, what's going on here? Like, you think you're in charge?" Or like, um, but like that's kind of what's happening. Yeah, um, and it, I wonder and... why he's the one who steps up because he's the one who. He's like he's the most junior one, right? Or I guess he's the most. I don't know how the seniority works in the in the catering business. Does he get all his old seniority from eight years ago? Or um, it might, but also just like at a certain point, like seniority well, is I, one thing, like actually doing it. Is, yeah. Well, I you guess know, once if you he look just at like takes charge. Yeah. Who of these six? Yeah. Who else could it be? He's really and he's the one that like identifies the vacuum, steps up, and and gets it done. So like that, show, you know, sometimes that's all it takes is doing, yeah. doing it. Yeah. Um. And so she's like trying to ask Henry uh, for career advice, but she's like being super vague. And basically, it's like kind of what we were talking before. It's like she's basically frames it as like um, sometimes like you like when you were like thinking about taking a job and like you think, is it like a, like legitimately a dumb job or is it a dumb job that could lead to a real job? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like, I guess, the dilemma here. Like, is she going to feel be go on this like, you know, into the wilderness on these cruises or is like, you know, that's what you have to do sometimes to like get get going to business or like you hit you get a name for yourself there and you get the next thing and you get discovered. And, um, you know, if you it's better than being a waiter, it's yeah. like you want to make it in comedy. Yeah, and and Henry really only seems to be focused on this from the perspective of him and his relationship with her. Um, yeah, right. And they're like not doesn't you know based on what we know, they don't seem far enough into relationship for him to like really have standing here. Yeah, for her to like yeah, it, it is. I it's understand. not like they're engaged or like dating he's for a cute year. And he, you know he he's I understand he's cute, but like it's hard to understand how he's like. He's a loser who's you know moving in with his parents, who's like failed at his career, and yet he's just like. Not it's not just that Casey's, uh, you know, or, or that he thinks Casey's serious enough about him that he can get away with this. But every single week, there's some other beautiful woman who's throwing themselves at him. Right. I guess the only counterpoint in Henry's favor is that, like, they kind of literally just did this exact conversation from the other side last week. So yeah. it's like he's kind of like now backing out of what she said, which was like basically like he was like, I either like have to go home unless like I have something to stay for because like you're like into this. Um, so like I'll like you know yeah, but but also, compromise to stay here I, to be with you, and then like okay, he's like the next fair. week bailing. Yeah, but like his other option was no other option, right? It's not like she, he said, "Oh, I have a good opportunity to go act in this show." Right? That, yeah, I agree. It's not yeah. it's not apples to apples. Yeah, but I could see how he could at least view it that way. Is like yeah. I like you know changed my in life. Fact, around he probably should have said that. You. He probably should have said you just. And then uh, literally the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Because I forgot about that. So he should have. Or was it as well? It's one week of our time. I don't remember if it was. I think I don't remember if it was the first episode or the second episode that this happened. Uh, but whatever. It's, what, it's yes. either way. It's uh, yes. you know not you necessarily just, a long period of time. Yeah, here. he could say to her, "I was going to go home and live with my parents, and you told me to, to stay here for you, and now you're leaving." Yeah. So he can for six months to go on a cruise, and it's not like you're going to New York and like I could like fly and visit you for a weekend. Like you're going to be on a cruise ship. Well, he could. I'm sure they dock you know every day in um in one of those uh. Ports. I guess, whatever. It's but it's not, you know, a cruise yeah, yeah. is definitely more limiting. Yeah. 
I mean, what does he got going on? He wanted to go live with his parents. He can go live with her in the cruise ship. Yeah, but he doesn't have money necessarily. And he's going to be like, I'm going to like charter a boat to drive me to this cruise ship. <laughs> yeah. So no, I mean, I'm in my girlfriend. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not sure, you know, if she's big enough that she gets to bring a plus one yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, um. As they're having this conversation, they uh, get discovered. They sorry, they get interrupted by their discovery of Ron, who is uh, drinking without his pants on in the van. Uh, wonders, yeah. are we having fun yet? Um, he doesn't seem to be having a lot of fun. Uh, I would not trade places with Ron in his current state. Yeah, he he's uh, crashed he's hard. Com- yeah, he's completely cracking on the from Uda. He's like, he's oh, just, did we skip uh, that we totally met George Takei? Um, I don't think we met him yet. Oh, okay. That's later. That's um with, with the bathroom. Is that the first time we meet him? Oh, I forget the order. Yeah, I thought so. Maybe. Well, I, I just think I it's so funny. Like Ron, like invites Henry and Casey into his like disgusting, half-naked, drunken van, and Casey very excitedly starts to climb in, and then Henry pulls uh-huh. her out. Uh huh. It was like it was like just a little bit of physical humor. She has this big smile. And she starts climbing, in, and Henry pulls her out. To me, that was the funniest moment of this entire episode. It was like so funny. <laughs> and also, by the way, I think Casey's probably an alcoholic. Like every time we see her, she's like pounding liquor. Like there's nothing less attractive than Ron drunk and half naked to come into my van and drink alcohol with me. And she's like, oh, I'm in. (laughs) And it's not like there's not Uh, other alcohol available. So, yeah, I'm a little worried. She's not an alcoholic. Maybe she's a Ronaholic. She can't help being around Ron. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little worried. I guess if you don't feel good about yourself, it's good to be about. It's fun to be around Ron. Yeah, I guess. so. At least I'm not. My life isn't as depressing as Ron's. It's the same reason people hang out with Larry David. Um, yeah, potentially. Yeah. Right. Well, he says that. He says that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah, he right. hangs out with animals. <laughs> it's all fun. Yeah. Maybe we should watch Kirby. Kirby's a great show. Maybe we should re- we'll watch Kirby again from the beginning. <laughs> we we should ask the, the same guests who were already on to come again with the same. No, 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 not again. Just reach out and say, hey, I'm doing a Kirby podcast. And send them a link <laughs> just, to the ep- yeah. just gaslight them. Would that be gaslighting? Uh, we're not saying they weren't. <laughs> you pretend it. that we're a new podcast? That didn't have the no, 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 not pretend we're a new podcast. Just pretend, like, just not acknowledge that we've previously engaged. Oh, okay. You know, not be so presumptuous as to assume that these big celebrities remember us. Right, that's true. Fine, fine. Here, Ali, right, just... I don't know if you recall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Very true. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's let's go back to Uda and the gang and Ron and the gang. Or I guess it's it's Henry's yeah. this, this week, not Ron's. Yeah. So um we have um okay, so finally Henry's like, okay, like we don't have time for this. Like like I need to take charge. Could you please go like take care of what you need to take care of so that like I can deal with Ron, like the we're we're gonna like fuck up this party. Uh, but she, she reluctantly agrees. She really wants to like stay behind and like watch Ron's meltdown to like the end. Of course, but she, uh, you know, she takes one for the team. She really wants to see this go through, though. Um, uh, so of course Roman's fucking with the side. He's turning it this way. He's turning it that way. Um, um, he's and when someone comes, he's like, "Wait, where's the bathroom?" He's like, "I'm not permitted to tell you where the bathroom is, ma'am. I'm merely <laughs> authorized to direct you to the side." <laughs> Which which he is of I course flipped around, Bugs Bunny style. <laughs> right. Yeah, obviously. Correct. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I love I love that when he wouldn't say. Yeah. 
No, he, it's cool. um, we we just we actually I just witnessed that we had that my we went to uh, Orlando and uh, my wife's family who like never does stuff like this for, like for some reason I guess because like her her parents like retired so like they want to like do like a big thing so like they like got these like VIP tour guides for like one day into Disney parks and it was like the most amazing oh, thing. Oh, so you like skip the so, lines, or whatever. Yeah, it's like crazy. Yeah. They just get the lines, like they get you like drinks, whatever. When you like you come off the ride, they're like waiting with like food for you and like it started raining, they're like, Oh, we have ponchos, like everything was just like insane. Um anyway, uh we, we saw one at one point like somebody asked them, like, excuse me, like which way to the bathroom? And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm a private tour guide, I can't answer I can't talk to you. And we're like, No, no, it's okay. Like you can tell them where the bathroom is. <laughs> Um, I, I constantly felt like we were like so because not they probably enough. worked with some assholes. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, like, why the we're, fuck we're, are you talking to them? I'm the one paying. Of course, you. of course. Right. I said we probably. There's no way we got the full uh, advantage of the program here because like we're not big enough an assholes to like even know what to ask for that like they yeah. would have done. I mean, I, I've had it, like an assistant for most of the last or for all of the last like 12 years yeah, that you barely use yeah that i have i, I mean she, she, it's it, and it's always been a she i'm not using the gender here but um she's not only for me she's like for other people also right but the amount yeah, of time I have, she, I have the that i thing. use her is essentially is, is extraordinarily low bordering on zero and i feel bad because i'm like i don't want her to be so unproductive that she would like lose her job right um yeah i used to basically not at all for like the first half of my career and more and more i started using it more because i'm like this is stupid like the, the person place i work for is paying someone to like do things so that like i can do like work that makes money for them <laughs> like yeah. why am i like doing these things and there's somebody who could do it for me mm-hmm. like for yeah. certain tasks so um right kind of to your point right like don't like she's like she's being paid to be valuable so like make, let her uh you know be productive for the company so that way yeah she remains valuable to them yes um yeah all right you see we got, we got good live lessons here as well yes um so yeah so um right so uda declares that uh bobby is under house arrest she can't leave the barn um of course right you said before she should have been completely escorted off the premises this is a, a half measure by uda here that will come back to bite her and <laughs> yes. uh we see casey getting a phone call and she runs off and uh, Uda, Uda orders Ron to order Casey not to pick it up, which she like kind of does, but she, she's just like fuck you, and uh, she, she's going to take her call because she cares much more about that. And um, turns out she does get the offer, six months working on a cruise, and Henry can't believe it that she's actually might be leaving. He's like completely stunned. Um, once he finally spells it out. Well, it, um, it's very then, odd how she has to leave like this exact moment. She's like, well, I have to go home and pack some leaving tomorrow. Like, you don't have to leave this exact minute. You could have left it uh, 10 minutes, but I guess maximize drama here. Yeah, although I guess this probably is a situation where like some something just like she's like filling in for somebody who just backed out. No, she's so, leaving like, tomorrow she, morning, but you know. Right, so she might need to be on a plane like tomorrow morning at five. It like needs to like spend the whole night packing. It just really just needs to go. Like if she's going, she's going. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Right. I mean, I'm making up. I'm making up a story, but it's not. It's not crazy. I feel like that does happen in this business. Sure. I don't know how long does packing take. Just throw everything in a box. I guess. Um, all right, or she could say like, just so, so like, I'm going, but like, come over and like, we'll, you know, help me pack and we'll talk about it. <laughs> like, seems like a better approach than just leaving. Yes, um, probably. 
But uh, I guess it is what it is. Um, in a uh, cruel twist of fate, Ron gets busted for eating the client's food. <laughs> and uh, Henry tries to cover him, claiming that he was merely sorting the food. <laughs> it, didn't, uh, it didn't cross the cylinder. Um, so, yeah. So, Uda um, grabs Kyle and, uh, you know, because uh, one of the Valhalla team members has taken ill. So, Al, uh, Kyle is called up to the big leagues. He's going to actually help out. You know, he fits the part, uh, at least by uh, exterior. And I think this is it is here where we first actually meet George Takai, where Roman encounters him as he seeks out the bathroom. Yeah, um, we had heard we when, had heard previously that he was at the party. Yeah, so we, we had he heard coming. his name dropped. Right here is yeah. where we meet him. Um, and yeah, Roman, of course, very creepily follows him into the bathroom to nag him with very nerdy questions about Star Trek. Um, he then follows him into the party. Um, then, of course, finally gets uh, busted by Uda, who kicks him out and tells him that if he doesn't get the hell out, she is going to rip his nuts off. Mm-hmm. So you definitely don't want to have your nuts ripped off by Uda. Yeah, you know, you, you know who is allegedly missing one nut. Um, I'm going to say Hitler. Yeah. Well, you've heard that one, right? Um, I don't know if I've heard. I mean, I'm sure I've heard all of these. I just, yeah. you know, it's hard to keep track of all the bubble mice as they hear over the years. Yeah. So that's why I'm asking you like, oh, but like, did any of these turn out to like actually have? Yeah. I mean, the Jewish one I have looked up. The, the reason the rumors of the Jewish thing is, well, first of all, I think anti-Semites would find it very funny to say that Hitler himself was Jewish. But um, his mother at one point was a maid in a Jewish home at like at, at some point, like before he was born is like the only reason, like is sort of the source of a. That that sort of uh, fictional account. But let me ask you a question because we see Uda when faced with a situation. Who's she going to pull in? If you had these six in front of you, who would you pull in to uh, to join your team? For uh, um, well, I mean, as we see from she, the end of the why episode, clearly, Henry? clearly Henry is the yeah. most is the most skilled. But Henry's running the whole show. You're like, why does she not take Henry? Why yeah. why, why does she take uh, Kyle? Maybe she doesn't realize it yet at this moment of the episode. She, mm. she definitely realizes it by the end of the episode. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so so obviously Henry would be number one. Number two, well, I guess I don't know. W- would number two be Kyle or Casey? I think it'd be Casey. Even though she I mean, would I or all. based are we going based on what she has seen? Like for what was based like, the on what we know about show. them? But at this party, okay. So yes, based on what we know. Although Casey has one foot out the door. Yeah, but. But she's not a for that idiot. party, right? You want Casey over Kyle for the rest of the night? Yeah, like we've seen Casey step up. Except when she literally leaves. Like when she was trying to uh, call the sixteen-year-old, the sweet sixteen-girl, back in, right? She she can be like a human being for, or, or like when Ron has asked her to respect her at like the twentieth anniversary uh, right. reunion. But as it turns out, she would have been literally the worst choice other than Ron because she literally leaves before the party's over. Like well, she would have gotten but, the call. But yes, by leaving, she's a net zero. There are some of you who are negative. So I, I would not <laughs> Five. Be better five. than Roman. I, she'd be Roman better than Bobby. Right. Roman is probably still... she'd be better than Ron. So right. Roman's going to sexually harass all the guests. Worst case, worst case scenario, she's number three behind Henry and Kyle. Even by leaving. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So Ron is finally collecting himself, and he's you know he keeps. What did the... Bobby do that was so bad? Okay, so she wanted to tell the guy she's fucking is gay. <laughs> oh, that's kind of offensive. That's a fair question. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know if it's an appropriate question. I think you need some more evidence other than uh, I, I'm not pleasing him. There. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I just did like my uh like mandatory sexual harassment training. Mm. And like they make you like do these quizzes to like yes. to like prove that you that you that you actually did it, but it's like you don't the questions are like so stupid yes. that like 
Like you literally, it's like, oh, uh, Tim yeah. is uh is has a, has an underling named Janice, and um, Tim says that Janice has to sleep with her, <laughs> with him, or she's not getting a promotion. Is this a appropriate? B inappropriate? Yeah, you don't need to watch the little mini clips. Like, really, questions. like at least give me real questions. Like, yeah. if we're doing this. Yeah. Like, what's the point of like this? Is just a waste of everyone's time. If like these are the this is the quiz. Yeah. It, it, it's it always assume like the the all of the above, could be like, like gray yeah. areas here, or it's like it's like <laughs> why is this bad? Uh, you know, just always uh, always do a, all of right, the above. Right, right. Why is this bad? Candidate. Because it's a um because it's a quid pro quo because yes. it's hostile work environment or both. It's yes. always both. It's like always yeah. like oh it's it's bad because it's bad in a lot of different ways. You know what this reminds me of? Uh, since we're talking about law school and Hitler, of course. Um, when we guess we weren't talking about law school, we we're talking about law firms, but. I took I took evidence that the course in law school, which you know, think, yeah, lawyers should know what evidence is, except I'm not a litigator. I don't really need to know what evidence is, except for the bar exam. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then correct. I signed up for evidence. pretty much everything on the bar. Exam. Yeah. I, yeah, I signed <laughs> up for constitutional evidence. law. I signed up for evidence, but then I never attended class the entire semester, even one time. <laughs> yeah um sounds then, like something i would do yeah uh, well this was three all year and for the yeah i'd already had my job this is uh, three all year of yeah. law school is more extreme than senioritis also we're ready pass fail yes so um, i lived in uh new york despite attending law school in philadelphia yes uh yes. Law, law school does not prepare for uh, being a lawyer um so the no. only thing uh, so our, Which was, our, our, i had a, rude, a very rude awakening upon after doing nothing for multiple years yes um it was 50 questions the, the 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 final and each one was like a, a situation and then you were to like uh analyze the uh, the evidence or whatever and so for every single for all 50 questions for all 50 questions i brought up hearsay and then for all 50 questions i i i proposed the excited utterance exception which is that hearsay usually impermissible is permissible if it's an excited utterance because we assume that an excited utterance uh, right. Based on so know. everything, so everything you say is admissible. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. So I was like, either there was exclamation points in the hypo, or I interpreted that maybe she was uh, very emotional, and thus was excited. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure the teachers didn't see through that at all. Yes. Um, well, do they grade all fifty of <laughs> like, my questions in sequence? I wonder if this kid. I wonder yeah. if this student only understood two of the different types <laughs> yeah. of exceptions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know what? I passed. I got either a P or an F, and I got yeah. A well. So there you go. Yeah, worked out. Yeah. Um, in case anyone's wondering, if you're watching us on YouTube, you'll see that uh, Chester is wearing his uh, Harvard Law School sweatshirt because he went to Harvard Law School. Oh, yes. It's a very yeah. prestigious law school. Yeah. <laughs> I have evidence. I have a sweatshirt. Um, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So uh, she heads out. For those to, who are to watching pack. this on YouTube, have we been uploading the videos to YouTube every week for 110 episodes and I never knew? No, we've never. No, okay. I, we've, I think the only thing we ever uploaded to YouTube was the when Larry David was on. Oh, for a few seconds, yeah. For yeah, yeah. When Larry David's head was on, yeah, in the background for a few seconds. Um, she tells him, you know, they kiss. She says, "I'm the worst. You should really be with a better person than me." Um. So Kyle, uh, having uh, taken over at the party, is um mingling with the guests and uh, she gets talking with the groom uh, about how he really wants an acting job and he says I know you're considering a lot of people but I'll do anything I mean anything mm-hmm. uh, which this guy clearly interprets to be meaning sex yeah. and he's like well you know this well, is not exactly Kyle the best day also. Um, I don't well, think Kyle so who because, doesn't have any particular motive probably yeah I don't think so because I think once he realizes what's going on yeah he, that's true he, think, he realizes he's, a, he's gotten he's himself a into a situation also. yeah 
Right. Yeah. I don't think he. I, I don't think that's what he meant. I think he got himself into a thing. A little uh, homophobic. Yet like, willing oh. to do anything. Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. he would do anything, but not, but not that. Yeah. Um, I suppose. I would um, do anything for global denomination. Yeah. <laughs> domination. Did I say denomination? Um, that's a global um so yeah he gets uh he gets hooked up with this other producer and yeah. uh, i guess we'll see how that he has to come out. to me um, on my wedding night yeah rod is still believing way, still drinking still Stenheiser preaching that he uh yeah. is not uh, not going to cheat on his husband on his wedding night that's true that's true big kudos big kudos to him yeah i, I feel like um, in the world of uh party down uh, that, that's a low threshold that most cannot surpass yeah um Rod is, uh, you know, as I just said, uh, still believing, still drinking, still preaching to the team. Um, he will start believing again uh, when uh, Mr. Duck comes back and Mr. Alan Duck, played by Ken Jeong, returns to the show and he's looking for Rod, um, who, of course, is a complete mess. And uh, Henry's trying to cover for him. Uh, Roman walks in with that with Mr. Takai, who uh, is suffering from uh, shellfish poisoning and uh Uda is just like, what the hell is going on here? And they explain to her that, uh, uh, and to hit, and to Mr. Duck that uh, Takei got poisoned because, like, they put gelfish on the wrong, uh, wrong platter. I guess it's supposed to be there was a whole color coded system that presumably Kyle didn't follow because he didn't know. Now the um, question I have here: is Oh no, why... was it Kyle or was it Rod? I don't remember. Well, it's it's not even clear exactly who screwed. It's up. not clear who actually yeah. fucked up. Okay. Or maybe it is, but I, I wasn't clear. Uh, they, they, but they either way, um, but here's my yeah, question. But Casey's why the one who takes Uda, one for the team. Yeah. Why would Uda be the one handling George's medical emergency? Like, shouldn't he seek a doctor or, I don't know, anyone more senior than a caterer who brags that she didn't go to college? It's just like she's the medical emergency person at this wedding also. Very, very slim staff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there yeah, a doctor at a, the wedding? It's a good question. If you're wedding in my wedding, I think the answer is yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, as we said, Casey takes with the team and heads out. And Mister Duck says, you know, reveals that he's actually here to speak with Ron because he found the site in Torrance that he think would be great for a Super Crackers franchise, and he wants Ron to run it. So, uh, all Ron's uh playing the game has finally worked out. It seems so. Mister Duke really believing in Ron all along. That's a zag. We weren't expecting that, right? Well, it was that's not necessarily all along, but right in that last episode that we were in ends with he does it like we find out that he did in the end take the business plan. So like yes. he's gonna read it. And, that, but, and like I think he was, was blowing him off at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was blowing him off and yanking his chain and then like but he I don't know. He's takes so a look at it. That he comes here, sees that the celebrity guest has been poisoned by their incompetence. And like, <laughs> right. And he it. still wants he still uh, wants yeah. Ron. So I mean, he actually shockingly is uh, Mr. Duke. Well, maybe, maybe he, maybe what he learns from doing from his diligence is that Soup and Crackers is such a good franchise that you could even just have like some doofus yeah. who wants to do it. Even Ron couldn't fuck it up. Even yeah. Ron, like whatever, it'll be fine. Just like it's a money printing machine. Spoiler alert. Or maybe um, it's like Ron a money laundering thing. So he wants it to lose money. So maybe it's oh, like it's a, a producer situation. Oh. It's a producer's thing. The producers, of course, uh, is about the Nazis. Yeah. He wants something that he could just pour money into. Yeah. Springtime for. What's his name? I forgot. Michael okay. Gruber. Yeah, I think that was his original name. And I think that was the whole thing. Yeah, that like, there's no way that guy gets elected chancellor if his name is Adolf Hickel Gruber. Yeah, that's that was like the the resist people who called uh, Trump Drumpf or whatever his original. Like, Drumpf. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he didn't get reelected, did he? <laughs> that's why. Because people that's thought it was, you know, anything, everything helped. Yeah, everything helped. That's why it was important to resist every single day. Yeah. Um. 
So yeah, right. so Kyle is very excited because he got the role the new uh, bass jumping film. I don't even know what the hell that means. Uh, but Roman is uh, Roman it obviously is base very jealous. Wasn't that that was base like jumping. the um, uh, what was that movie with the base climbing? The documentary. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It's some kind of extreme sport that you and I. Oh, it's base climbing. Oh, I wrote. I wrote down bass. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. I guess it's not. It's not always best to write down your sometimes notes several days before. Sometimes the word bass yeah. is pronounced bass, and sometimes it's pronounced base. So a different base, yeah. but yeah. Um. So yeah, but Roman Roman tries to downplay it. Says the movie's gonna suck. Uh, clearly, he's jealous. And uh, Mr. Duck comes over and tells him that uh, Ron has recommended him for to take over for his job. Um, uh, because he's being promoted to go run the Supercrackers, and um, he tells uh, you know, he tells him he'll think it over. Yeah. So this episode is really all about transitions, right? We have yeah Ron seemingly leaving. Uh, Candace has left, uh, pulled off the Irish exit, of course. Uh, Casey seems gone. to be leaving. Uh, Henry's yeah. getting a promotion. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a very which I guess it's it's the season finale, so it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And it also gave them outs, I guess, because they didn't know who of the cast like Ka- Candace all of a sudden disappeared on a much bigger show on Fox. They didn't know like who else that would happen to. So yeah, that's true. It gave them cover also probably. Right. So yeah, in our post credits, we have Uda approaching Henry, making him an offer of her own. She, you know, points out that she definitely has noticed that he was the one that was carrying around the whole day, and that uh, he should call her. Um, when he reveals, actually, I just got this great promotion, so thanks, but no thanks. She's like, I didn't mean for a job; I meant socially. Mm. And lets him know that she has a kid. Uh, she isn't really this abrasive in real life, mm-hmm. and she doesn't like those Holocaust shit movies. Yeah, nothing about that. Um, but she looks forward to hearing from him. And uh, our season ends with uh, Henry watching Rod and Bobby watch the fireworks. Um, with Bobby still obviously on mushrooms and Ron very drunk. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's episode 10. That's season one in the books. Well, I don't know how official any of these rankings really are. Well, how do you rank this episode? Um, I think it was just like pretty run of the mill. Um, you know, it definitely has a lot of plot, but not necessarily the most fun episode. Um, Kristen Bell obviously is really great. Um, but I would say just overall, this was kind of a blah episode and I'd say it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. I give it a three. Okay. Some a little higher than you. I have it as pretty, 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 pretty good. Three and a half. It's a great episode to me. The ending is depressing because it's not just that we have so much plot, but like, it seems like we're losing at least the second of our core six. And uh, I mean, can we do like season rankings? This is how I'm going to oh, do it. I'm going to say, here's of, my season uh, one. Of the characters. Yeah, here's my season one ranking. Okay. You do yours, and then I'll make adjustments. To yeah, this is what I would say. This is, I'm ranking them, because every week I don't know what I'm ranking. I'm ranking them yeah. based on how each character's life is going in season one, through season one. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Okay. okay. So I'm going to say number one is Kyle. Always falls backwards into success. Seems like he has a role in a new movie. So Kyle, clearly the winner of season one. In terms of his yeah. life, he's also like in the. Um, I think it's in the uh, Pirke Avos, the chapter of ethics of our fathers. They say who is happy, who is wise, one who is satisfied with what he has. And I think yeah. Kyle is like always going to be that guy. No, that, like, he's that's, fine. that's who's happy, not who's wise. Who's rich? No, who's rich? Right. right. Yeah, oh, okay, who is rich? Yeah. Who's fine. I so he's, who is he's the, the most wise, successful is the because he is one? satisfied with his. Success. Who's the wise one? Uh, the one who learns from every person they encounter. Oh, oh yes, yes, the one who yes. Okay, I think that's that's smart. Yeah, and then and then and then who's the who's the uh, who's the happy one? 
I don't remember. The rich one is the one who's happy. But who's the happy one? The one who, yeah. Anyway. Right. The one who's happy is the one who's rich. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Who, who is he who is happy? Is he with the most money? Yes. Which is not how it works, actually. Surprising. The true right. ethic is the true. All right. I'll, also, I'll put Casey second. She's leaving to head to the comedy cruise for six months. And I just feel yeah. like, in general, anybody who's getting away from party down catering probably seems like a win. <laughs> right. So I'm going to put her second. All right. Yeah. So by that standard, Henry should be last. Well, okay. So I have Henry at three. He gets a promotion. Well, he, but he's just been further ingrained into party down. Casey. Yeah, but but for him, he does. He has no alternative. Casey is like you know has like, <laughs> right. He was going to yeah. live with his parents. He loses his love interest, but like he finds himself an Uda immediately. And it also, yeah, it I least, don't think he's going to actually pursue the Uda thing. I mean, season one ended in two thousand nine. Let's pretend we're both watching it live for the first time. You don't think yeah. there's any chance that Kirsten Bell is coming back in season two? It's possible. She could come back for one episode. No, of I don't think so. I like I the think way Seinfeld is. He's example, not interested in her. He, he just spent the whole night with her. She's a psycho. No, but she's less her. of abrasive in real life. Yeah, no, maybe he would like, you know, have a fling with her. He's not yeah. going to be. He's not right, gonna I'm just her. saying we could see her again. Um, yeah, I don't think we're seeing her again. All right. Uh, number four, <laughs> I have I have Ron. It seems like he's about to achieve his supercracker dream. Yeah, but- this could definitely turn things around for him. Yeah, I just I can't put him higher because like even though we don't know how it'll work out, we know how it'll work out. So. I mean, we know he's a humongous <laughs> fuck up. So yeah. like, how is this going to be any different than he can't handle party down? How's he going to handle super crackers? Much yeah. more responsibility. Yeah. And then five is where I put Connie. She Irish exited the show. They haven't even explained where she is. She's just gone. <laughs> right. Like we, I, she's I, gone. Know, we have no idea where she is, what she's up to, if she's alive, you know, where she is in the world of party down. So. And then six, I have Bobby, who is a solid Constance replacement, but like nobody can replace Connie in our hearts. And um, yeah. also, like, I, I mean, I don't know what was going on in Bobby's life, but if she was able to like be a, a sub caterer for her roommate, and then just a, is that is that her permanent gig now? Like, I don't know, I don't know what else is going on in her life, so I can't. It's really hard to judge her. And then dead last has to be Roman. This dude takes more L's than anyone in the in the big six, except for Ron. <laughs> I mean, like, he never has an upside. Like, at least Ron, like, he gets the super cracker. He, like, he gets moments here and there. Ro- Roman gets right. nothing. Yeah, that's very true. Even, like, when the, uh, at, at the uh, porn after, at the Sensation Awards after party, like, the girl's interested in him, and then he starts screaming at her, like, you know, that's not fiction, that's, uh, that's, not, that's not sci-fi, that's uh, fantasy. Anyway, so those are my rankings. What are your adjustments? Um, no, but that's what I think. Altogether. <laughs> well, I mean, I would have thought we were going to do that by like which characters we like the most. Okay. Um, all right. So, all right. So, we'll give me those rankings. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely have Henry and Casey as one, two in some order. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really like their whole story arc this season, and I really just like them both a lot. Like, they just they play themselves and everything kind of to an extent, and uh, I really like the two of them together. They have really great chemistry. Um, I would say after that, I guess just like I find the Roman is the character that makes me laugh the most, even though he's probably the worst person. Um, but he just I just find him hilarious. Um, after that, I guess probably Connie would be number four. Um, she has the, the highest hit rate for me. And then followed by Ron, who I definitely improved on uh, because I think they've kind of filled him in as a more interesting character than just like a complete buffoon from like the first four episodes or so. Um, and then at last, obviously, will always be for me, Kyle, who um, just like I honestly I just like don't think the character works. 
Um, it's he's just like too dumb. Um, it's the same beat over and over again. Like it does end up in some like you know fun situations from time to time. But like I I could just as do without him in the show, and I don't think the show would miss a beat. Give me more time with the other people. But isn't he helpful as the counterbalance to to Roman? Um, I mean, or or because I think I feel like the Roman character needs somebody now. Kumail Nanjiani, right? So like, I'd, I'd much rather have Kumail. Some right, Kumail is a great yeah. partner because like he had like something other than just like he's dumb. Yeah, like he had like a different. But he a, actually a real personality. succeeds almost even less than um. What's Roman's? Uh, what, what's the character? What's Martin Starr's character's name? I forget. I don't remember. Silicon Valley. Right, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Those. Those. And then, but, oh, Bobby. Bobby show. gets it incomplete from you. I like Bobby, but yeah, I can't. It's not fair to judge her on together with the other ones. She's in two episodes; they're in ten. Okay, all right. Well, oh come on, be a come with guy. Who is your come with guy? Okay. I really went back and I really went back and forth here um, between my top two for the season, uh, between Casey and Henry. Um, I guess you know they both get the professional the professional success. Uh, but they lose each other in the process, so it's uh, some come with with, uh, but it comes at a price. Um, I think overall I go with Casey just because, you know, her gig is better. Um, it's at least going to lead to something. Um, Henry's is probably not going to. Um, and he seems really much more bummed about this whole thing than Casey does. So I think she definitely leads on the highest point of anyone. Mm. Okay. Well, Ron. Which, so I guess I did my come with guy by years. your by your metric. Yeah. All right. For me, the come with gal is obvious. It's Bobby. This girl's having the time of her life. She's on shrooms. <laughs> She's, you know, talking to celebrities about her sex life. Right. She uh, she gets yep. paid to hang out at our back. Then she gets to watch the fireworks. Sure she does. goes home happy. Yep. She's a winner. Yeah, no, she's, she's, she does great here. Yeah, she goes home with a big smile on her face. Oh, what? I'm the asshole here? I am. I'm, I'm the asshole? I'm the asshole. Oh, I get it. I'm the asshole here, huh? Put your clothes on, Gordon. No one wants to see your penis. No one. Well, why? Maybe I'll win an award for best cock. The fucking asshole for me, I I might have uh, sort of projected it a little bit already with my rankings, but whether it's for the season or for the episode, it it, it has to be Roman. The guy went to college and all he's suited for is to be a human bathroom this way sign, which he can't even do correctly. He poisoned <laughs> his hero, George. Well, he K. can do it correctly. He chooses not to do it correctly. Well, I mean, he poisoned. Well, I don't I don't know. Anyways. Right. Um, that part. Yeah. Yeah. Po- poisoning your hero. That's yeah. that's not great. So, yeah, he's definitely the fucking asshole yeah. here. Yeah. Well, I say the only person who's a bigger fucking asshole than the guy who couldn't handle you know, standing in front of the sign is the person who assigns him to the task of standing in front of the sign. And that is Uda, who, in addition to being an idiot, is an altogether horrible person. Humongous fucking asshole would but hate every second life. if I Listen, ever had to come across. You gotta her. run a team. You gotta be tight. You know that's what it takes in the, in the right. catering game. I love how casually she mentions, and I have a son, but he's very quiet and does yes. not feel. Her description <laughs> of her son is amazing. <laughs> so for that alone, she's the fucking asshole. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we gloss over that. I laughed really hard at that line. That, that's what a great way to describe your child. <laughs> we have a friend who describes his children in, in my opinion, the funniest ways. I'm always entertained by it. Uh, his dismissive, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Would you stop with the Ted dance? <laughs> Who's he? He's somebody. What about me? You're nobody. Why him? Why not me? He's good. You're not. I'm better than him. You're worse. <laughs> much, much worse. All right. So let's let's get to our cameos. Uh, we get, we have two big ones. We have George Takei playing himself. And we have Kristen Bell uh, not playing herself. And I guess both mm-hmm. of these people are probably even more famous in 2022 than they were in 20, uh, 2009, right? 
Um, it's like George Takei just became like huge on Twitter and social media, and everybody loves him. Yeah, I guess I don't know. It's hard to gauge that, but maybe. Obviously, um, I mean, of, yeah, because of Star Wars, he's pretty right. So in some ways, you know, the further he gets from Star Trek, the least famous. Star Trek, he, excuse me, yeah. Star Trek, yeah, right. Like the closer you are to like but 1975, now, but, but now he's known. Like I've never seen a second of Star Trek. I know nothing about Same. it. Uh, I've seen I've seen the seconds, but yeah, I never watched it really. Yeah, no, you know what? The only thing I've ever seen of it is actually I saw like the first two minutes of one episode once where somebody had taken a drug or been poisoned or was on a planet or for whatever reason, they couldn't stop making out. So this couple, like this man and this woman are just like walking <laughs> all over like like the what what what's the what's their ship called? The the spaceship enterprise, I think, or something Starship, like that. Whatever, whatever Starship like, Enterprise? No, the whatever it's called. Jerry wanted his living room to look like that. Star Trek ship. Yeah, main the main deck. Starship Enterprise. That's what I said. Oh, okay, fine. All right, you're right. Thanks. Um, Jefferson Starship. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, they were just like walking around, bumping into things, making out. They're like, I can't stop, I can't stop. And then I actually looked this up on Wikipedia once. It, it was an actual episode of the show. Uh, maybe I should do that again. Should we do a uh, Star Trek podcast? Are you thinking it over? I don't no, think no. I, I'm podcast. Googling. But the problem is when I Googled uh, making out in Star Trek, the, the top thing was in the interracial kiss between Captain Kirk and Lieutenant oh, well, you can't, have, you can't have that 50, 50 years ago. Hitler wouldn't care for that. Would he? Oh, yes. Adolf Hitler would not would not have cared for that at all. Yeah. He's um, rolling over in his grave knowing about that episode of Star Trek. Yeah. I feel like Star Trek fans are rolling over in their graves uh, listening to us uh, butcher their beloved. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they're not. But, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, yeah, um, Although if you're listening to this right. beyond the grave, I'm very impressed. <laughs> very impressive. Well, here's what here's to you. Good yeah. for you. I, I mean, very pathetic that this is what you're doing. Well, yeah, I mean, once are, I don't know in an eternity experience after one uh, shuffles off this mortal coil. I don't know what you can or, or cannot do. I have some suspicions, but if we're in a I world, suspect nothing. Yeah, but, but if we're in a world, <laughs> I suspect where, your options are very limited. Yeah, but if we're in a world where you can listen to a podcast, presumably you have infinite options at that point. And yeah, so thank you for being here. What what if that's all you could do? It's like, have you ever heard the mushal about heaven and hell? Like the the the, the room full of all the good yes, things. Yes, right. Yes. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so heaven. So this is what heaven and hell are in, in my belief system. Heaven is a place uh-huh. where you, everybody has a phone and everybody has uh-huh. unlimited podcasts to listen to. Uh huh. Awesome. Okay. So in in for heaven. Okay. Hell is the same place, except the person you hate most in the world is going to choose which podcast you listen to, <laughs> and it's for eternity. Oh, um, yeah, that sounds less good. Yeah, I mean, still you see, you still got podcasts, so I feel I like you're listening to a lot of Ben Shapiro. I podcasts. mean, for it could be a lot worse for hell. Like I've certainly seen depictions of hell or that are worse than like you listen to subpar podcasts. I don't know. I've listened to some podcasts. <laughs> All right, okay, so let's um let's move on. What is it? The postman comes next. I think is that how we do it. Postman, postman, come here. here Tell the neighborhood what a shanda, Larry, Uh, uh, Larry David. uh, uh, Not only you're a lousy Jew, but you're a lousy human being. He screws the wife of a man in a wheelchair. A shanda. Maybe you should have given me some candy. You're a lousy Jew. Speaking of people who may be in hell, beyond the grave, to uh. Listen to all, to this very podcast. We have a new email from a new listener. Adolf um, Hitler. We, <laughs> that would be wild. Um, not quite. Not quite. Yeah. Um, we actually have an interesting. We have a we have an all Zach mailbag this week. All Zach. That's hmm. very exciting. And and I think they are also all H Zachs. No Z A C Ks. No Ks. All okay, H. Good. They're all yes. H. 
Um, you know who is you a know fan what? of I'll say this. If, if, if your name is Zach yeah. and you spell your name with a K, with a K please do not write it to our podcast. Yeah. We, are a, we are a Zach with an H only podcast. Uh, a Zach. Zach. We're a Zach, we're a Zach podcast. Yeah. So we're, we're Zach. Zach's with Ks need not apply to the yeah. postman. Although, whatever, just, you know, adopt an H for the purpose of sending in postman letters. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, the there's, new, there's, uh, there's an Eric yeah. in a pool that I run who sometimes spells his name with a K and sometimes spells his name with a C. And I'm completely flabbergasted well, that's by very, it because he knows how to spell confused. his own name, right? <laughs> I mean, right. He's obviously doing a stick. So it's like a joke. Like he's not misspelling his name sometimes. Well, right? it's like, yeah, it's like I have a friend named Adam, very Jewish last name. Uh, his name is Ari, very Jewish last name. And he says at work so that people won't know I'm Jewish. I go by Adam, very Jewish last name. I'm like, oh, wow, you really fooled them. <laughs> and I could have used you with Ab and Abe as another example, of course. But um, yeah. yeah, well, I don't go by Abe, but I go by Ozzy. Yeah. So he's, he, he switches from from Eric to uh, to Eric. And that way no one will know. It's a fool to Sutton. <laughs> that guy's very easily fooled. Yeah, he, he is quite easily fooled. Yeah. And yet, we so much fear his wrath, despite him being so easily fooled hmm. by the same stunts each and every year for thousands of years. Yeah. Um, he okay, easily, well, back to the fooled into invading Russia, which was his downfall, Adolf Hitler. That was his downfall. Yeah. Much like, uh, yeah. Much like that movie Napoleon. He was, uh, in, that he, uh, finally fi- he constantly finds things out on the <laughs> Oh, does he find out that that is not going well? No, you you know the memes from Downfall. Yes, yes, I know yes. the memes. I've made downfall, ma- yes. I've made many of them. I, <laughs> and, I'm and sure, I, and I've had them made about. I recall seeing one about Shamaria being upset about a fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe, yeah. But I, they've also made me the Hitler a few times. Yes, I hear that. Yeah, who amongst uh, us has not pulled us has been depicted as Hitler in a meme? <laughs> um, I've actually oh, never seen that movie. Oh, I've heard it's very good. I, I did see it because I, I had seen the meme a million times. I'm like, I should probably see the movie. Yeah, yeah, right. The problem is, that I, mean, I like case. to I like to see all of the original IP based on all the memes that I share on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually it's, it's great. When, like there was that movie with with you know the thing with like the 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 alien melting his head off. That um that what's his name all, all, always does when he goes on Conan his his clips Paul Rudd I think I don't remember no. and then and then um Rob and Akiva did that movie on their podcast oh yeah yeah but anyway some people some okay. people listen to this know what I'm talking about even though you and I don't yeah anyway yeah um speaking of you can uh, you can check me out on a future episode of Rob and Akiva Need Podcast hmm. um and also a past one um Th- thanks to Hitler's uh, partial failure otherwise you wouldn't be here to do so. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, he tried very hard to kill my family. Yeah. Um, he was, mo- was he, almost he successful. Was, he was mostly successful. Yeah. He was mostly successful. Yeah. He was mostly successful. Yeah. Um, I think he went, um, I think 10 out of 11 on my grandfather's side and uh, I think nine out of uh, not eight out of 10 on my grandmother's side. So, you know, that's a pretty yeah. good batting average. Yeah. By any state, even free throw percentage or that's just in Tucker field goal range. When it comes to killing Jews, Hitler definitely yeah. the goat. <laughs> definitely the goat. Yeah. Definitely the goat. Yes. He definitely made it as much a priority as as one yeah. should reasonably do so. Yeah. I feel like Yad Vashem uh, is the Jewish Hall of Fame, and he basically dominates the whole place. So <laughs> he's all over. He's all yeah. over that De- Hall of Fame. De- definitely he's in every fear in our heads. Yes. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Okay. So back to the back to the postman. Um, as wow. I said, we have a very very exciting uh, first time emailer, uh, fellow by the name of Zach Goleher. 
Uh, I'm probably butchering that name, but uh, you know who you are. Um, and he <laughs> you know, says, you know he, writes, he writes in a very nice email. This this might be the best email, the nicest email we've ever gotten from any listener. I'll stop mentioning uh, which I, five minutes to listen Which to I issue as a challenge to everyone else listening to send yeah. emails like, like that. Uh, he says, I love everything the pair of you do. Pretty great. Uh, please Does, keep does he mean podcasts. like in life or just on the podcast? I don't know. I think he's probably limiting the podcast. I don't know yeah. if he's uh, followed our uh, other aspects of our life. That okay. one might be a little. Zach, Zach, let us know if there was too much Hitler in this episode. <laughs> he says, "Please keep making podcasts, and please come up with a way for people to give you money to keep making podcasts." Are In you for that. To give us money. He tried to give us money. Wow. I started watching Nathan for you at the rehearsal because you guys started covering it. I am blown away by how weird and compelling Nathan Fielder is to watch. I found Party Down in College in 2010, and I have rewatched it once or twice a year since. Wow. wow. I can't wait for it to come back, and I'm so happy that you were all covering it. I have some suggestions for shows that I'd love to hear you cover next. And again, if there was a way to do it, I'd pay to hear you cover anything. Wow. Yeah, that um, is very nice. Email. He so says, Zach, why don't you why don't you just tell us what we should do next? <laughs> tell us what you do next. And also, like, you can send us money. There's yeah. ways to send us money. Uh, well, uh, if you go on like Anchor, there's like uh, subscribe. You could pay. There's like support. There's different ways to send money. Um, obviously, like nobody is under any obligation to pay. I mean, Ob, if you're telling We're... people to give you money, don't do it through Anchor who takes a cut. Just like tell them to give me your Venmo. Right. Number. I guess. Right. If you want, I could provide. <laughs> well, not Venmo because PayPal, I'm not on Venmo, obviously. You, right. Yeah, I'm not on Venmo. I'm banned from Venmo. So don't Venmo. It give to it to me and I won't um, give half. Uh, half. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. You can send this Jester. Um, or my wife has Venmo. You can Venmo it to her. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's, so there's ways to send money. That's fine. But you, you only do it if you really feel like it. Sounds like Zach feels like it. So feel free to send us money. Be in touch. We'll tell you where you can send the money. Um, but some shows he suggests that he would love to hear us cover would be Review with Miles Barlow and Review with Forrest McNeil. I didn't realize there were two different reviews. Yeah. What, what's the other review? Forrest McNeil and yeah. Miles Barlow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Miles Forrest McNeil is the review that yeah that I've seen, like the comedy review. Yeah. So what's his um, other review? He says Veep, the thick of it. I don't. I don't even know what the thick of it is. The the oh my goodness, the thick of it is the is the uh, Ianucci sounds movie. British. Yeah, it's the Ianucci movie that I've been begging um Akiva to watch forever. No wait, no, it's oh. not the movie. It's it's the show. It's a comedy. Yeah, no, it's like, British comedies. It's, it's amazing. Honestly, it's, it's it's one of my favorite shows of all time. There's one character yeah. in it who um um what's his name? Uh, uh, the main guy, the guy who curses all the time. Oh my god, it's been a while since I've seen it. I would absolutely do that podcast. I'm 100. Yeah, I mean, I I hate it in the loop, so I think I'll probably not like this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I always mix up the thick of it in the loop. Yes, in terms of, yeah. But um, um, how many episodes of uh, he goes are there? In the loop is a movie. I mean, the thick of it. I'm mixing them up. As I, as I just thought, I, I don't know. Thinking. I think it's four seasons. Four seasons. I think. Yeah. Um, he though, also suggests um, the Good Place, Ted Lasso, Veronica Mars. I never saw Veronica Mars. You ever see Veronica Mars? Uh, starring, uh, starring Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. I've yeah. heard good things about it. Apparently, Kristen Bell became a superstar because of it. And I know nothing about it. I would be going in totally blind. Um, and um, finally, he suggests The British Office. Um, he also asks about, he thinks he heard one I'm of gonna, us say I'm the Survivor podcast. I don't love The British Office as much as the American, at least the first couple seasons of The American Office. I've never seen The British Office, actually. Uh, I've seen it. Yeah, I don't usually like British comedies. Apparently, um, so yeah. yeah, I like. I mean, I like. Um, all no, I, I like um, Peep Show. Zach, we do not. I like. Do not host the Survivor podcast. Any of us? Um, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, anyway, keep up the great work, and please, please set up a Patreon or point me in the direction of some kind of a way to support you guys. So, yep, um, feel free to reach out. We we can provide you that. Or um, well, you have an email address. address. Email there. Right? There are right. There are. Yeah. I, that's right. I can respond to your email specifically. Yeah. But you know, anyone else wants to give us. I don't want to, anyone else to think that I'm not. They're not also welcome to give us money. Um, so you can reach out, or there are ways on the podcast page to support the podcast financially. But uh, you know, you, you don't really have to do that. It's okay. Uh, but thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, King of the Zach. No, def- definitely. And thank you for even asking. Honestly, Zachary Golaher is better than all of you who never even asked. <laughs> yeah. Um, like Louie, when Louie said he thought about when he thought about giving up the seat to the soldier, he was proud of himself. For even yeah, exactly. He all the other assholes, they probably didn't even think about uh, that. It. That was exactly what I was thinking of. So thank you for referencing it. <laughs> yeah. You're so proud of your thoughts. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Zach number two, Zachary Louie. Oh, wow. That's funny. I just talked about Louis. Zachary Louis. Um, not this Louis, different Louis. Um, if it was you, then great job by you, Zachary Louis. That's mm-hmm. a great line. Um, he says, Hi, Alex and Av. Overall, I enjoyed this episode. I love the idea of a rival catering company. I think Roman annoying George Takei was funny. Maybe I'm naive, but I didn't totally understand why Casey taking the cruise gig means that her and Henry have to call it quits. I get that six months apart is rough and they weren't exactly a well established relationship, but neither seems happy with the split, so why not at least try? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but that isn't a nitpick on the quality of the episode. Just thinking aloud about the character motivations for pretties. Come with Gal is Uda for no other reason than my crush on Kristen Bell. Fucking asshole is Ron. His spiral is now endangering other people's jobs. It's one thing to be a mess. It's another to jeopardize Henry's livelihood because you're such a wreck. Can't believe we are. I mean, not just Henry, but, but I mean, the whole team in theory. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, point. It's been a fun ride so far. I still think Celebrate Ricky Sarulush is my favorite, and I think I'm higher on the Investor's Diner than most people. Looking forward to season two of the podcast. Thanks for the great content. Mm, you're welcome. And finally, we end off with Zach Brooks, who says a lukewarm finale to what I found to be a lukewarm season, but I like the way the season ends to build from in season two. Hopefully we haven't seen the last of Ron because I enjoy him getting shit on every episode. I enjoy the cameos, but I don't know if that's enough to elevate the show for me. He gives the episode two and a half parties. Come with Lady is Jennifer Coolidge's character. She was great and carried the come with Bantle from Constance. The fucking asshole is Ron. Dude can't handle stress very well. And then acts like nothing weird happened once he sobers up at the end. All right. So that takes us to the end of season one. <laughs> Next week, we will be going to season two, and I think we're going to do two episodes, we said, right? So that means we will have Jackie Onassis backstage party, and then Precious Lights preschool auction. Got a preschool auction. I remember nothing about either one of those. Same. So I'm excited to see it. I'm, I'm definitely excited. And then we have some, we go from preschool in episode two to Nick DeCintio's orgy night. In episode three. Oh, excellent. So we have, okay, backstage party, preschool auction, orgy, funeral, celebrity birthdays party, um, uh, opening night, company picnic, party, draft day party. I remember that episode. And then another wedding. So we got all kinds of uh, events and family occasions, simchas, as we call them in season two. And I'm excited to go through them for uh, probably the next five weeks. We'll figure that out. All right. Yep. Sounds great. Sounds great.